Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fika for Life. Whoop, well, whoop. another exciting episode is waiting to be done. I don't know what I was going to say right now, but my name is Edward Thomas, and my co-host is Lin Yuan. Hello. Hey, Lin. It's good to see you back here again. It's been such a long time. Really? Yes. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> Since the last time we made an episode, that, mm, mm, you know, mm, that was mm, a while mm. ago. So you know. So now here we are, um, and today's topic is... Um, a bit depressing. It's not depressing. Well, okay, it is depressing. <laughs> it's yeah, kind of depressing, depressing yeah. so I'm sorry. So uh, we want to shout out to some of our, our listeners who constantly write in to us. So uh, uh, shout out to David, uh, shout out to... Manal. Oxente Yunathan. So we do have guys that do listen to our podcast. Woohoo! Whoop, whoop. Thank you, man. I uh, think there was another guy in work. So we want to shout out to and yeah. Hamida. So those are some of our... Anna Karn is also Anna, very oh, loyal listener. Anna Karn, and she's like yeah. super loyal. I know. Mm-hmm. We should like make her a cake one day. <laughs> well, isn't like it a, enough? I married into her family already. Yeah, and it's enough. <laughs> I'm her friend, so I mean, I guess uh, she gets all the rewards. She exactly. Gets. She doesn't get Please. more than that. We can have we can have one episode where we only talk about Anna Karn. <laughs> <laughs> no, because she's so tall, and I always feel so short. So beautiful, so ginger hair. I know it's like it's long and it's like on fire. Yeah, I know she's like she's like everything and all you want to be. Freckles, I was like, oh. I know if I was a girl, I'd be on the card. <laughs> okay, enough, <laughs> enough of the <laughs> crushing. <laughs> she, she's gonna be like, I really don't want to talk to you people anymore. Uh, you're just way too. Now she's out getting there. red. I like, know. She's like, mm. she's like a little tomato. It's like, I just want to pitch her cheek. It's like. Oh. Okay, um, the reason that we start off this way having fun is because it is a very serious topic, and we have to sort of work ourselves into it. Um, <laughs> I was like, one, by making fun? Yeah, but, like, that's what you do. No. Um, so one of our listeners, uh, Yunathan, thank you for the subject to, to, for today. Um, how do you talk to small children and tell them that someone died. has died? Someone that they know, like either a teacher or another um, kid at Doggis, you know, at like either daycare or school or whatever. Like, how do you tell small kids about death? Lynn, because you have small kids. My kids are adults now, so, you know. Well, um, since my mom is terminally, terminally sick, mm-hmm. um, she has lung cancer that has spread already. And eventually she will die earlier than expected. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it took some time for me to come to terms with it. And sometimes I'm still struggling just about the thought that she will right. die. Um, but when I talk, like I talk with my daughter who will turn five soon, um, maybe already a year ago because we got a diagnosis was it two or three years ago? Mm, two years ago? Years ago. Almost three years ago now in January. Um, and when we were on the, uh, on the graveyard, mm. we usually talk about that. We're like, she was asking, what's this? And we're Wait, like, like, you guys go to graveyard often? Or? No, okay. but I remember it so vividly because it was the first time we went to a graveyard with her where she actually like was aware of where she was right. at the graveyard. And then we talked about how people die and what happened like just the, the biological part of it like right. you'll die you stop breathing you yeah. get really cold and then you're getting well, you have a lot of experience putting put yeah, then the body is put into a casket in yeah. the ground and the maggots come and there will be and she only remembers all the maggot stuff of <laughs> I'm course. like mm. 
Because if someone told me about the maggots, I would be like, maggots, oh my gosh. No, but she's like, yeah, and then you'll become Earth again. And then if you're a friend of Jesus, Mm. then you get to go with him to heaven. And if you're not, then you're going somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, but then we will not see each other again. So it's good to be a friend of Jesus (laughs) because then we can be together and have fun. And Mm. yeah. Um, like I'm, I'm wondering if maybe like when, like those of us who are who have a faith, mm-hmm. that maybe that talking about death is a lot easier because a lot of us who have a faith believe that there is a, a life after death. Yeah. Like it's not death is not a final solution, yeah. as opposed to those who believe that when you die you just cease to exist. Like like I don't know because I'm in that situation, so I don't know how you would talk to a kid you're like well you know when you die then you just cease to exist and you just become part of the dirt again and the cycle of life goes on like it sounds scarier i think what i think i think how i hear other people who don't have faith talk about Mm it i just i have never heard them telling it how they feel about it like well then life's over that's it Mm. usually i just make up well, you go to heaven, you become an angel, you become a cloud, you become a tree. Like, isn't that kind of weird, though, that people they without are, faith they make are up wrapping something? It, yeah, they're wrapping it like so it's nice. It's, yeah. not, it's not actually what they believe. It's something right. like they want their children to believe, but huh. they, don't, they don't believe in it. And I just feel like that's so dishonest. Like, exactly. But, and then you would maybe say, and then I always think like, so do you think that... What are you lying to your child because you feel like what you believe is too harsh for them to take? Yeah, is it that? And then if if that, that is a, so, quite, quite an interesting question. If that's so, how can you believe? Like, why yeah. do you protect your child from that? Yeah. Like, like why are you protecting if you believe that if what you believe is so true? Yeah, why would you protect your child for from something the truth. and then give them something that's not true? Yeah, that you don't believe in. Yeah, that makes that's really strange. That's a really wow. strange concept because I haven't heard people who don't have belief say that like yeah. how they believe like well when you die then that's it there is nothing behind that yeah. yeah you just become earth and that's it and yeah. yeah yeah because i mean what parent wants to tell their kid well basically you're just an accident everyone's an accident no one's <laughs> nothing has it's, meaning no it's not an accident there's it's a coincidence oh <laughs> it's it's it's, a, it's something that just happened but there was a no lottery mean, win. there's no <laughs> meaning behind it that means yeah. that there's no meaning behind your existence either like, but except wait. they usually say that mommy and daddy really wanted a baby and then you came around. Wow. So, so they, our, they, they, our thoughts create reality. Yeah. Mm, that's yeah. just as mythical as anything else that they're trying to spin. I understand that, that talking about death is really uncomfortable for a lot of people. So because I you that. have to come to terms with it first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's really cool that you said that you, you have time to sort of reflect about it and come to terms first with it. Yeah, because, um. I mean, um, I usually also tell Nomi that people get really sad and mm. it's really normal, like people are really sad and they will not see them for a long time probably unless yeah. you also die, <laughs> the same, <laughs> which is not nice. Um, but Nomi was, I think for some time she was really scared that we would die mm. because I told like everyone, and but she knows now, like I told her everyone is going to die right. earlier or later. You and didn't tell me I was going to die though, right? <laughs> No, exactly. not sure all that, our conversations sure we, are sure about we, you. Ed. Why not? Why not? I'm a very important person in her, in her, in her life. Um, but she, yeah, I think at some point she was really scared that we would die and mm. leave her like by herself. And we tried right. to explain to her, well, you're 
you pro- most probably will not die before you and we will try to be healthy so <laughs> we will live a long time <laughs> and yeah and you'll be fine and we all mm. see each other in heaven again with Jesus and I think it's uh, yeah I don't know I don't I really try to tell her like if you're friends with Jesus you go to the same place if you're not right. friends with Jesus we will not see each other again yeah. until we die which is really sad mm. but it's not about this thing that she should go around and like judge people you go to hell you go to hell <laughs> like I really avoid that she would fall into that trap <laughs> she was like five years old like you know do you believe in Jesus? No, I don't believe in Jesus. Yeah, go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, like, it would destroy, like, she's so cute and fun, so that would really destroy her image. <laughs> she, she'd be going around in church and saying, I think you're going to hell. <laughs> you know, that's fire. It's really hot. It hurts. <laughs> exactly. exactly. With, with all that glee, you know. Yes, please tell people that. No, but I, I think that that's one of the things I, that, Maybe in the modern world where we're all so so um, removed far away from death. I mean, mm. we don't kill our own food. We don't no. butcher our own food. People are like, how can mm. you? Oh, this is like, I think the other day we were, talk- we were at work and we were talking yeah. about like um, killing our own food and how that's horrible. And people are like, no, you can't do that. I'm like, oh, what? Then if you feel like you could never kill this or that animal, you shouldn't eat the meat. Every like, you shouldn't be eat, there. I could meat. kill. I'm, the <laughs> I'm like, I'm ready. It's part of yeah. of it and I've heard like pigs screaming their death scream because they knew that they were going to slaughter and really? I'm like it's wow. horrible still I eat my bacon so I'm like ah. <laughs> um, that's right <laughs> I mean I've I've helped my mom killing live chickens so I've been there really, have you yeah holding the, the wings new. I never knew about that before. I told you before like holding the wings no. and the legs of the chickens and mom would cut oh. the throat or Killing fish, yeah. like I helped to kill okay. fish, but I mean, you usually start with a small and like, you don't go to the cow immediately. <laughs> so it's like, here you are, six years old. It's time to kill the cow. <laughs> really, mom? <laughs> yes, that's right. Elsie's got to die. <laughs> oh no, but um, yeah, but but how do you or have you experienced telling? Maybe maybe you haven't really had toddlers. I don't know when you do the oh, funerals. Oh. Do kids? Yeah. So, so when, I, when I'm working in the church, um, this is the thing I always tell parents. They're like, "Oh, we don't want our kids to come." I'm like, "No, you should let them come." Mm. So it's something I think is really healthy for kids is mm-hmm. to actually go to funerals when someone dies because kids can also grieve. Yeah. And so the same way that parents, um, that adults need to have that that closure and that sort of point from which you can go, you know, go forward with. The children need that also. And mm. if we don't teach children that death is natural, we create an automatic artificial fear, fear yeah. of death which we shouldn't have I mean I'm not saying that we should go out and like want to die or want to kill ourselves or something but <laughs> what I mean is just like people die and it is quite normal for the majority of people that we meet on this planet will die yeah and so you know like during our lifetime yeah. the majority of people will die and so we want we want to make it as as uh, um, normal as, yeah like you want to sort or of pr- in Swedish we just say we say avapna that you want to de- avapna yeah. yeah you want to take away the weaponize you want to de-weaponize you want to take away the sting but still leave you know the seriousness there and so I think it's it will really hurt and you will be yeah. sad it's I mean, not one yeah. day I was at a funeral and the, and the girl's grandfather had died and and so she had made a drawing and when she came there and she oh laid gosh, on the, did on the you casket cry? oh my gosh <laughs> you cannot was, weep at this time I was done I was like <laughs> I'm like, 
And I was so happy that the parents, like I feel like I'm almost going to cry now. But I was so happy <laughs> that the parents let her be grieve, part of this. Let yeah. her be part of the process. And, and you could see that she was like, Generally. she's saying goodbye to her grandfather. I mean, I just tore me up. I was <gasps> I'm like, crying now. I was just, I was like, I'm like. I'm PMSing. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really, I think it was really, it was really moving. nice. It was, it was really moving. moving. And it, yeah. And I th- and I felt like this funeral was like for real, you know. It, it was, was no a sample funeral. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have recorded this, parents. <laughs> this is how you're supposed yeah. to do it. <laughs> and uh, so sometimes that people have allowed their their small children to come, and which I think is is and sometimes the kids don't understand. No, you know, and sometimes but they would play. But like, they're Whoa. kids. Kids are kids, you know. And but I think letting them see that. You know, let, and letting them take part in the adults the grieving. grieving. Yeah, like people yeah. crying to see that and they see crying that is normal. not a scary thing. Right. Because right. otherwise, I think maybe s- many times people don't want to cry in front of their children because they don't want to traumatize them or yeah. scare them. But I just feel like, but crying is a part of life. It's very natural. Right. I mean, kids cry all the time. So why exactly. shouldn't the parents be human enough to also cry? And yeah. if a loved one uh, dies, that's like... That's the best reason for crying. That's like the most yeah. understandable reason for crying. But I think it's because people try to insulate kids from emotions. From, no, just from <laughs> like the like how hard life really is. Yeah. And so it gives a sort of artificial idea that life is not hard, but life is hard. Yeah. And it's not always fair. And I think that helping kids to be able to deal with that. And especially in an environment where other people around them care for them and love them, is really, really good. So I, I always recommend it, even though parents don't always listen to me. And then, uh, <laughs> and then I think that. Well, you can uh, recommend it. Yeah, it's yeah, I, mean, I, I do. I always ask if there are going to be kids that are coming and stuff like that. And sometimes people are like, no, we want to leave them at home. Well, my recommendation is that you don't. Yeah, bring oh. them. But um, but it I, can also be that. It could all, yeah. but I feel like it could also be that you are so busy with your own grief that mm. you can't, you can't be the parent you want to be for your child with the grieving. Well, you know, I don't know. I think that's that, how I would feel. Like uh, I, I want my kids to be at anyone's funeral. I know, but I think if you yourself have such a hard time grieving, mm. I can understand that people say, "No, I can't. I can't handle the grief yeah. of I don't know a parent, a sibling." Mm. And have my kids there too yeah. to look after. Yeah, but I, I, I would, I would say, you know, accept the challenge. I, I would do it. <laughs> I mean, because I mean, because my, because my kids have mostly grown up in Sweden, so they yeah. don't really know the people on the American side of the family. No, which meant that, like, when my, so when my grandfather died, uh, my dad's side, um, I was really sad. Yeah. But they couldn't really understand it because they've never met him. They've no, never had a relationship to him. Haven't the seen you with him. No, exactly. Yeah. And I think that when my when my grandmother died on my mom's side, um, that I think that kind of bothered them. But still, they've only met her like one time. You know, years. It could ago. also be that they are just bothered oh. by how you reacted, like your grief and no, your sadness. No, because I think I think no, because I think then I, I just I stayed up in my room and because I think it was really like they still had school and everything to go in, and I was like really really wrecked by that you know mm. so and my kids were a lot older so they're like teenagers um, at the end of high school yeah. or have had been done with high school so they're a lot, lot older so they weren't small so but i think that when they were small there was no one in our dying immediate family dying exactly so for them they've gone through almost their whole 
childhood without having to experience death until now as adults, then there's people who've died and stuff like that. So and I think so that's was, too so we, late. I so feel like never, it. But we never talked about it because it just wasn't <laughs> relevant. Yeah, it just wasn't relevant. <laughs> it was like, okay. I mean, I, I think that like when I was a kid growing up, because my mom was a single parent, she told us that if she were to die, what would happen that we to have to make sure she told me you have to take care of your brother and sister mm. and so my mom raised us to be so independent yeah so that if she died like we wouldn't have to she wouldn't have to be concerned like no feel. like 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 because back in the states like the government would take you and put you into a home foster home a foster home or something. you don't Aww. want that that's just crazy yeah so she made us so like we know how to cook and we know how to pay the bills and all yeah. kinds of stuff so we would just continue on <laughs> But could you stay by yourself if you're mom? Nah, I don't think so. Not without a guardian. Yeah, but it happens. It does happen sometimes in the States, unfortunately. What? Yeah, there's there's ways to get through the system. There's ways to not be Be. part of the system. Like, you can get out of it, but you've got to be smart. You've got to have resources around you. Well. But but anyway, yeah, but but I think just telling small children, I think that... um, Life is finite. But I think that when they get to the age where... Like you were saying with Numi, is that once you get to the age where you can, I think three is three is the three is the youngest. I would yeah. say because then they also have language to right. express if they are scared or yeah. happy or sad or if they questions. Yeah. Four is even better age, and I think from the age of five now, Numi is turning five yeah. soon. I think she can express how she feels. Right. Th- that's the most important thing because you don't want to like over overthrow them with information that they can't Mm. process Mm. exactly and i don't think that you should make a trip to a cemetery just just because because (laughs) like i'll show you where the dead people are at really no Ah. but i mean soon it's uh all saints in sweden it's a really then it would be a good good time to do it yeah Yeah, like when it's natural so like in your case because your mom has a diagnosis yeah then it's natural to to talk about it yeah um all saints yeah would be because especially here in sweden where it's celebrated in a really significant kind of way you know all the cemeteries are lit up with candles and everything Yeah, people go to their yeah uh, to relatives' graves and put on candles, checking yeah. out the graves. And we did that, I think, was it last year? I think we did that last year. Okay. And Jonas, one of Jonas' cousins died quite young when mm. he was like 19. So we went to visit his grave and then we went to visit someone else's graves oh. and like relatives. And we talked about that. And we also like, because kids are kids, but we try to t- teach the kids, like normally, especially, like you cannot be running around here. Like this is not a playground. It right. might look like a playground for <laughs> it's you, like a park. <laughs> but this is not a playground. Look at all the fun things that people leave on top of like on, top <laughs> on the, of the stones. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh look, all these things I can play with. No, don't do that. <laughs> so we try to teach her, like, yeah. okay, we have to be respectful. People have died here, and there mm. are memories here, and people care about these places, okay. these people. Uh, yeah, and I think it's very, it's very important. It's part of life, but it's not like it's not an everyday issue. You know, you're no. not talking about death with your kid no, every not. single day because then Hope the kid not. will be, I don't Pretty know, messed up. <laughs> no, not maybe messed up, but just tired. Like I think or one, on death yeah, like overly focused and maybe um, develops anxiety about right. death, or it, or maybe it just gets so. Um, off to the bud. Oh, yeah. Uh, you just get so used to it. You get you, you, you're just so hardened by all the information yeah, all the time. Exactly. You're just, you're, you're just not. Like, you're like, oh, I don't care. Like, I don't oh. care. Like, okay, someone died. So what? Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> no, but I, I think that's, um, 
uh, I think it's an important topic, you know, especially for the people who are listening to our podcast, um, to not be afraid to talk to children no. about death and not be afraid to make it um, uh, make it sort of informative and educational. I mean, like taking advantage of natural things like the cemetery or All Saints Day, or if someone dies, or like if a, a goldfish dies, or yeah, you know, what a pet happens at home. to the goldfish? <laughs> so I think that that if we if we do that, if we sort of demystify death. Then it becomes a subject that we can talk about, you know, appropriately for that particular kid's age. But mm. I think that we can talk about it, and I think that people should do it. So, and I mean, for me as a Christian, when I talk with Nomi about like Jesus died for you on the cross, like he died, it mm. like she doesn't understand that. Like, okay, he died, so he was not living anymore. Right, and then he lived again, which is like maybe weird for her because. When we talk about everyone else who dies, they you don't just, just they just um, they do not after three days just creep out of the grave like hey I'm back. <laughs> so yeah, it has wow, this you edge. Just, you just gave me this new picture of Jesus, just like hey I'm back. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> oh man, no, you should not be a theologian. Okay, <laughs> I know I'm not. I'm a Sunday school teacher. Exactly. Oh my god, I'm a Sunday school teacher, so I can uh, put it to the level. Kids, well, did, did your parents ever talk to you about about death or anything? Mm, yeah, like because my parents had like um, ancestor worship, mm. they would tell me about. Like this and this person died, so we have to sacrifice these fruits, blah blah mm. blah. And they are living in the in the underworld, or like it's mm. it's like almost a different dimension because they are living in the same space like we do, mm. but we can't see them, but they can see us, and they can as- apparently wow. do things to us, but we can do things to them. <laughs> so for me, it Man, was just, just creepy. I'm like, <laughs> ah. um, and then my mom would tell me horror stories about like. Um, ghosts on the graveyard at night and people have seen ghosts and uh, she would tell wow. me about how pe- how this tradition in Vietnam that they would um, bury someone and then yeah. after a couple of years when they have decomposed hopefully mm. they would dig them up again and gather right. their bones and, and uh, bury them, them somewhere else not polish them just oh, put them in a ah but I thought they I thought they washed the bones and they, sh- they should be uh, decomposed be just enough so it's just yeah so you just pick the bone I mean, up it's, and everything else. It's, yeah, it should be after seven. Bone. No, there should be no meat. It should be like <laughs> after seven or eight years somehow uh-huh, okay, you dig long. them out okay. again. Um, oh, dude. <laughs> hey, I'm um, fascinated yeah. by your culture, okay? <laughs> it's not my culture. I'm not okay. planning to do this to myself mean, or anyone. You mean when I die, you won't no. take my bones and put them in a box? No, no. I'm really offended. Well, I thought you would. I thought we were maybe really God close. cannot put you together if I mix up your bones. <laughs> you I don't know. <laughs> I'll have my head where my butt is. <laughs> I, <laughs> That's what you get. God is like, see, you should take care of Ed's bones. Uh, I hit my you, head in the wall behind me <laughs> just by no, yeah. but I think, but I think that like different cultures, like I don't know how other cultures uh, talk to their kids about death, but I think it's really fascinating. You know, that's all. I don't think my parents talk to me about death like. I would talk to my kids about death, like where explaining my parents would like, yeah, that person died. And I think I only saw the grief. Like I saw my dad crying a lot when Mm. my grandfather died. And that was in 2004 or something. Okay, Uh, He died youngish. He was like Mm. 70 or something. Oh, wow. It's it's not really old. old. No. 
no one that my grandma died a couple of years ago uh and my my parent my grand like i think the sad thing is that my parents both had siblings who died when they were younger really so oh, my mom's wow. brother died when she was like i think 12 or something really and he was like six Ooh. it was really bad wow. and then and then that that caused a lot of things happening in her life like her dad left the family because he wanted mm. to have a son they were six, four sisters and a son the son died and he got a new family the, he had two wow. daughters and a son and that son also died in an adult when he was an adult oh and then my mom gosh. told me like yeah they went to a fortune teller and the fortune teller said that he will <laughs> never have a son to carry on his name blah 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 and i'm like whoa Wow. <laughs> so much drama wow. and then also apparently recently i learned that my father not only had one brother who died yeah. but he had also had an older brother who died but i don't know if oh, wow. my father ever met that older brother okay so or if he died, died before and, your yeah. dad was born so so i was like gosh man <laughs> who how many people are in the family and i don't understand wait, i don't know all men in your family that are dying so well, on my father's side, they are like, was it five brothers and one sister that are oh, living no. now? Or even more brothers mm. and a sister? And my mom had four sisters and a brother. Okay. Wow. So, yeah. Interesting. And uh, I think it will be more equal now because Jonas' parents had two. Like, Jonas' mom is uh, a sister and a brother. Mm. Jonas' father is two brothers and two sisters. And Jonas is part oh. of two brothers, two sisters. Okay. But now it gets more unequal because of the seven grandkids they're having. Mm. Seven of them are kids and only a tie. My son is, is a son. He's a boy. So I have a daughter and a son. Mm. So I I hope I'm just more like well, we hope both. <laughs> we hope that you get twins next time. <laughs> yeah, Yuna said like I said, oh, we were talking about three kids, haven't we? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah. So we get another one, and then we get another one, and like, but mm. that's four. And he's like, no, that's three. It's three and one. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> this is math according to Yuna. <laughs> I'm like, no. This is too advanced for us other normal people. So, so I think talking about death is really difficult, yeah. and I think. It's it's a part of y you have to come to terms with it yourself. You yeah. Know? No, I mean, I think, and I think, and I think that we want to encourage our, our listeners that um, if you're taking care of a small kid and it's appropriate, um, Bring talk it to them, yeah. talk to them about about death, and don't be afraid and don't make it weird or anything. You just no, I think if you are calm in yourself and you don't no. make the, oh, it's so horrible, people are dying, <laughs> like, oh, and stress I mean, them out. <laughs> you stress them out, and they obviously <laughs> will be stressed by your reaction. But if yeah. you're just calm, like yeah, everyone is dying, and we hope no one like has to suffer, and some people do, but we hope no one has to suffer and yeah and then if you're a christian then you go to jesus and if you're not you go somewhere else <laughs> <laughs> and we're never going to talk about the somewhere else <laughs> yeah we do when it's appropriate yeah. when they grow up but i don't yeah. think that you no i don't think necessarily have kids. to uh, i knew about it when i was a small kid but but i don't know i mean of course you can say that every sunday that's why i think you you can definitely you should definitely mention it but you don't have no. to focus on it no. like yeah, go around, tell your friends that they're all going to hell. But that's what we used to do. But I grew up in a very religious community. Mm -hmm. So everyone would have been like, oh, you're going to go to hell. 
<laughs> he says like, hey it all the time. I'm like, okay, maybe I'm really... I think we will not be popular um, <laughs> no. neighbors anymore if we teach our kids to no, tell I'm, their kids, I, like, you're going to hell. <laughs> I like, think people, I would let you, I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with those people. Don't play with them. <laughs> They're strange. No. They talk I about think, hell all the time. Yeah. I think hell is a part of the message. Uh, definitely, mm. because otherwise, what did Jesus save you from? <laughs> but... <laughs> But I don't think that's Ooh, it's the thing you should start with. You shouldn't yeah. start with, oh, go to hell. And people are like, <laughs> no, really? Yeah. Oh, no. Hopefully How can they yeah. avoid that? <laughs> so, um, yeah. Well, I, I think that's uh, that's probably a wrap for this time. Yeah. What do you think? Let's you got anything else you want to say or whatever? No. no, but if you guys like have a difficult situation or anything, write to us. Let us know. Let us know and we can give our input on this. Yes, because we have a lot of things we'd like to talk to all of you out about. Mm-hmm. But we also want to not just force our opinion upon you. And so we want you to be become participatory and, and write to us. Keep writing. Keep telling us. Contact about us. Your about, yeah, about your life. Tell us about your life. We want to know the juicy bits. <laughs> Do you want us to comment on any of our real life stories yes. on you? Yeah. Yes. And we'll tell you all the things that you need to do in order to get your act together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, everyone, thanks for listening to us. Um, don't forget to keep... I want to tell everyone that we're really grateful um, that we're still above the 100,000 mark for all of our listeners. And so, you know, just keep bringing more people into the, community. Into the group, into the community. So say, into the fold of our sex. <laughs> yes. No. Um, and, keep fika uh, <laughs> Yes. And if you, um, if you want to know more about fika, well, you tell us what you eat mm-hmm. when you listen to us. Yes. And we'll tell you what we eat when we listen to you. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. When we anyway. read your messages. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, when we read your messages, that's what we do. Okay, everyone, thanks for listening. Um, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you have any comments or ideas, please send us a message to fikaforlife at mail.com. Fika, F-I-K-A. This was the Fika for Life podcast with Lin Nguyen and Edward Thomas, and we hope to hear you again.